Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 16th of March. The Enforcement Directorate today searched premises linked to officials of pranking Tempers and Mutual Fund in Mumbai and Chennai. The company has been accused of irregularities in six debt schemes. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has issued a show-cause notice to the firm in November 2020, following the decision to wind up six debt schemes in April 2020. The schemes had combined assets to the tune of almost 26,000 crore. They were shut down due to illiquid, low-rated instruments in the portfolio. The company challenged the decision in tribunals and courts and returned a bulk of the investments. Eventually, Franklin Templeton Mutual Fund was asked to pay rupees five crore as penalty. And return over rupees four fifty crore collected as a twenty-two month investment management and advisory fees, and was banned from launching new debt schemes. Both houses of parliament were adjourned on Thursday amid loud slogandering by BJP and opposition members. The second part of the budget session has failed to transact any major legislative business so far due to repeated disruptions. While the Congress has accused the Narendra Modi government of not allowing the opposition to raise its demand for A JPC probe into the Adani issue. The Treasury benches have been demanding an apology from Congress leader Rahul Gandhi over his recent comments about Indian democracy in London. The Rajya Sabha was adjourned within a minute when it resumed proceedings in the afternoon. Harivansh Narayan Singh, who was in the chair, adjourned the proceedings as his repeated request to MPs to get back to their seats went unheeded. The Lok Sabha too resumed proceedings amid loud protests and sloganeering, but was adjourned for the day within a minute. Congress MP Ranjit Ranjan gave a suspension of business notice in Rajya Sabha on Thursday, demanding a discussion on the Adani issue. Another Congress MP, Syed Nasir Hossain, gave a notice on the quote-unquote worrying trend of declining freedom of speech and expression in the country. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Narendra Modi held a meeting with ministers Rajnath Singh, Piyush Goyal, Anurag Thakur, Kiran Rijiju, and Pralad Joshi in the morning. At the same time, leaders from several opposition parties met at the office of Congress Chief Malikarjun Kharge. Rahul Gandhi is likely to attend the session and address the media regarding the row over his remarks made in the UK. Bharat Rashtra Samiti (MLC) K Kavita has skipped the ED summons for the third time. She is being asked to appear for questioning by Enforcement Directorate in its probe into the Delhi excise policy case. She had approached the Supreme Court for an urgent hearing, claiming that as a woman she cannot be summoned to the ED office, and that the probe agency's representatives must visit her instead. The Supreme Court agreed to her plea on the twenty-fourth of March, but refused to grant her interim relief. Kavita did not appear for questioning on Thursday, saying that the matter is pending before the apex court. According to sources, she has sent the documents sought by the probe agency through her legal representative. In a petition filed through advocate Vandana Sehgal, she said that asking her to appear before the agency office instead of her residence is contrary to the settled tenets of criminal jurisprudence. She has also sought all procedures carried out by ED, including those in relation to the recordings of statement, be audio or videographed in the presence of a lawyer at a visible distance by way of installation of appropriate CCTV cameras. She has also sought to set aside impounding order dated 11th of March and declare the seizure made thereunder null and void. Kavita has stated in the petition that certain members of the ruling political party at the centre made scandalous attempts linking her to the Delhi excise policy case, despite her not being named in the FIR. She also added that the said remand application containing her contact details was leaked to the media and public. The next hearing is scheduled for the 24th of March. 
Listeners, while the Supreme Court appointed expert panel probes corporate fraud allegations against the Adani Group, we choose to turn our gaze to a towering building in Ahmedabad that's been at the heart of the Hindenburg controversy. Not for all the accounting firms that operate from the structure, but for two rooms on its fifth floor, which house the office of Shah Dandaria and Co. LLP, the company that audits the accounts of Adani Gas and Adani Enterprises. This auditor, quote-unquote, did not seem capable of conducting a complex audit, according to the Hindenburg Research Report, which had sent Adani stocks into a nosedive with its accusations of market fraud and stock manipulations. But there may be other ethical questions which haven't gotten enough media attention. To know more, read Basant Kumar's report. It is titled, The Hindenburg Files, The Curious Case of Adani's New Auditor. We have been able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've caught our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. In more trouble for Manish Sisodia, the CBI on Thursday filed a case against seven individuals, including the former Delhi Deputy Chief Minister, over allegations of snooping. The Union Home Ministry had granted permission to the CBI in February to prosecute Sisodia on charges of snooping on political opponents through a specially designed feedback unit. Sisodia is accused of creating and operating the FPU, which allegedly began functioning in 2016 under the Vigilance Department. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, meanwhile, accused the Prime Minister of planning to file multiple false cases against Asodia to keep him in custody for a prolonged period. The CBI's preliminary inquiry report, based on a 2016 complaint from an official of the Delhi Directorate of Vigilance, claimed that the FPU has been collecting political intelligence and snooping. The feedback unit allegedly collected political intelligence and intelligence on miscellaneous issues. Israeli protesters continued demonstrations on Thursday against the government's plan to revamp the judiciary, despite Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's rejection of compromise proposal aimed at resolving the issue. The country's president, Isaac Herzog, has been trying to mediate the dispute, but both sides seem to be entrenched in their positions. Netanyahu and his allies plan to proceed with their original plan, despite widespread opposition and protests that have been ongoing for weeks. Protesters have been blocking roads and disrupting traffic and a small flotilla of boats has been blocking a shipping lane off the coast of Haifa. The proposed overhaul, which is being pushed by the government led by Prime Minister who is on trial for corruption and is considered to be the most right-wing government in Israel's history, has triggered a domestic crisis. Top legal officials, business leaders and military reservists have all expressed their opposition to the plan. The government claims that the plan will correct an imbalance between the judicial and executive branches, while critics argue that it undermines the system of checks and balances and gives too much power to the Prime Minister and his government. Herzog's proposal aimed to find a middle ground, but Netanyahu rejected it as he left for Germany, saying that it did not address the issue of balance between the branches. Protests were also expected in Berlin during his visit. Netanyahu returned to power last year after more than a year as opposition leader amid a political crisis over his fitness to rule while on trial. He formed a coalition with urban nationalists and ultra-Orthodox allies who have long sought to curb powers of the judiciary. Critics say that personal grievances are also driving the overhaul, as a key Netanyahu ally was disqualified by the Supreme Court from serving as a cabinet minister because of past convictions over tax violations. The overhaul could protect their position from intervention by the courts. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.